wonder if you can stop your impulse purchases before they ruin your budget? If you've ever been on the other side of your impulse purchase and you feel like you've been living paycheck to paycheck as a result, this is the perfect episode for you. Today, we're going to talk about seven easy ways to stop your impulse purchases that actually work and you can sustain them for the long term. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money. Now, before we get started, impulse purchases are really those purchases that are done in the spur of the moment, that are done without a plan. You just see something that you like and you must have it. I know that feeling because it happens a lot to me when I buy shoes. I see a cute shoe and I must have it. It's the one thing that never actually changes size for me, so that's probably why, but I'm getting on a tangent here. The takeaway from all of this is to tell you that combating your impulse purchases takes necessary steps like planning ahead. When you plan ahead, that means that you are creating a budget for that item. You are determining that that item is something that is going to bring functionality and value into your life. And more than that, that it's not something that you just saw in the spur of the moment that you want to buy. Going even further, let's start with the rule of 30. The rule of 30 is basically a 30-day list of any of the items that you've seen in the store that you may want. Because chances are some of the things that you do see may not be actual impulse purchases. Maybe they've been something you have been planning for in the back of your mind but haven't really created a budget for it or saved for it in the way that you should have. So creating a 30-day list of those items helps you really kind of weed out the impulse purchases from the purchases that would actually bring value to your life. For instance, if you saw a desk that looked like it would be perfect for your home office and you really want to buy it and it's been something that you've been thinking about but not really like fully committed to yet, it may not be an impulse purchase. Put that on your 30-day list And then start thinking about, do we have an alternative at home that I could use instead of this desk? If this desk wasn't on sale, would I still buy it? Is this something that I could live without? Or is it something that would enhance the functionality of my work environment? Is there something cheaper out there that might do the trick? Can I check out the thrift stores and see if I can find something there? There are so many questions you can ask yourself. And what's great about the 30-day list is it gives you time to rethink and reevaluate. A lot of times when we're making these impulse purchases, we're not giving ourselves a chance to think. And what ends up happening when we don't think about impulse purchases? Buyer's remorse. Once we start thinking about it and planning ahead, it's easier for us to avoid buyer's remorse. Now to go even further, I want you to start considering opportunity cost. What the heck is opportunity cost, Gina? Let me explain. Opportunity cost is basically the loss of a potential gain when you choose to buy something on impulse versus maybe investing it instead. Let me give you an example. If we're talking about cars 
And there are two options. One is a Toyota Camry and another one is a Lexus SI350. We already know that the categories of these two cars are different, which means that their prices are going to be different as well. Let's say the Toyota Camry is about $30,000 to purchase, while the Lexus is about $50,000, so a whole $20,000 difference. Now, if I took that extra $20,000 and I put it into an index fund that averages return of 7 to 10% annually over the lifespan of 30 years, I could make $348,988.05 if I didn't put an extra penny into that account. Now, of course, with investing, it goes up and down, and that's not going to be the surefire way to check it. But you can just see the example of opportunity cost here. You should be using opportunity cost as a factor when you're thinking about your impulse purchases, even if it means just $100 on a pair of shoes. Let's talk about something that I know many of us still do, even with us being home right now. Window shopping. We do window shopping as a pastime. And this is a great recipe for spending extra money we don't have. Now, I know window shopping has changed in, in the recent months, and now we actually just shop online, but the idea is still the same. And likely, you're probably spending even more money now that you're at home. Window shopping is one of those things that seems harmless, but the more that we do it, the more that we feel we need those items. So... If you're really trying to quit your impulse spending, it's time to delete those apps from your phone and stop window shopping. Only go on to those apps when you actually need something and have a list with you so that you don't buy anything that's not on your list. Now, number five is all about making more barriers to entry. We've already talked about removing your shopping apps from your phone and your computer. Now I'm going to tell you to remove your payment information. I know it's very hard to make a purchase and that annoying thing that you have to actually get up, get your wallet, get your card, put the number in and all of that jazz. I get it. But that extra barrier to purchasing will get you to think twice and see if you really do need that item before you make the purchase. Number six is creating a habit of self-dialogue. I want you to start asking yourself these three questions before you make a purchase. Is this purchase necessary in order for me to function most days out of the week? What makes this purchase necessary now versus a week ago, a month ago? And do I have something else that I can use to serve the same function? Those questions are important because they get you to think and rationalize this purchase versus making an emotional buy. Sometimes we see something and it looks so cute. It looks like it would be perfect in our room or in our car or in our living room. And before we can even think about its functionality, we've already purchased it. So these three questions will kind of stop you, slow you down a little bit, and make you consciously think about the purchase before you actually take out your credit card. And the last one is pretty simple. And it's something many of us can do, but we sometimes forget to do it. Add that one purchase that you really, really want to your birthday list or your Christmas requests. Because you know what? Your family and friends usually ask you what you want for those occasions anyway. So having a list handy helps you and also helps them. For one, you'll be able to keep that list for about a year and then you can actually determine if it's something you really want 
or if it's something you can live without. And then when it is something that you really want, you'll have someone else who can purchase it happily for you because it's an occasion and it becomes more of a treat versus a regular impulse buy. While I know that this is not a fully comprehensive list and there are many other strategies you can use, I hope that some of these strategies help you stop impulse purchases so that you can start gaining control of your money and saving for the things that matter because our money is a tool and it helps us design the life that we dream of. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours. So make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.